welcome back to another Daily Walk. And today I received another one of these Moody Church Media newsletters. You guys always liked me when I re read these guys. And uh, now that I'm actually in my home base area, I'm getting these. So I'll go ahead and read this one out to you. This is summer 2023 and it's the topic is protecting the next generation. Who is raising our children? This is to promote Erwin um, Lutzer, who was the, he's the pastor emeritus at uh, Moody uh, by um, uh, Moody Church in Chicago. His wife, Rebecca, recently wrote a book, uh, Awesome Bible Verses Every Kid Should Know and What They Mean. I'll go ahead and put an affiliate link for that down the bottom. I've not read it yet, um, but it's coming from Lutzer. I will generally trust it, and uh, it'll be something that you can have a look at. I think I may be getting a copy in soon, so uh, if it's worth doing a video on, I will do that. Of course, I used to do a lot of work in children and youth. Actually, I still do, although not as much as I used to. Um, but what I really want to focus on is uh, Pastor Lutzer's uh, newsletter here, uh, which is the front of the page, because it ties a lot in, uh, as these newsletters always do, it ties right on into the things going on in our current world. Namely, those things being that certain people think that it is their imperative to protect our children from us. Biden just came out recently with a clip saying they're not you know, they're not your children, they're our children, and we have to protect our children. Of course, what that means is that if we disagree on parenting stuff, the parent is wrong, the state is right, and we're going to take your children away from you. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. In fact, there is a list of states. California is the most notable who have said they are a transgender, a minor transgender. See, we're not talking about if you are a consenting adult and you'd like to go and do all that kind of stuff, you're free to do that. But what we're saying is we're talking explicitly today about minors. California wants to say if somebody smuggles a minor, you could kidnap a minor. Put it this way, your teacher could kidnap your minor who says they're transgender and you disagree with that. They could take them over the state line in California and California state law will protect that minor despite they have been kidnapped and trapped across, across state lines. If you simply declare we did this because this student is transgender, California is not going to participate in helping you get your child back. That is how ridiculously insane. Of course, who is behind that? Mr. Weiner himself. Um, it's a very unfortunate thing. Um, now, there are several states and legislators in those states which have attempted to pass laws. Now, some of these, like the Florida ones, under the current governorship, are never going to happen. This is why Ron DeSantis needs to sit out this presidential election. Solidify the state of Florida because you guys still have snakes and vipers in your uh, congressional house in the state level. So, but as long as you have a, like a DeSantis that's not going to pass, whether or not you think DeSantis is brilliant or not, he's at least not going to pass that. But I have here a list of senators and representatives who have introduced state laws to protect minor children getting transgender surgeries without parental consent. Here is the list. Of course, California, Scott Weiner, of course. Colorado, uh, Brianna Titron. Ty, uh, uh, Connecticut State Representative um, Raghib, I can't even pronounce these people's names anymore. Welcome to America. Uh, Raghib Alin 
Florida State Senator Shivran Jones, Florida State Representative Michelle Rayner, Georgia State Representative Carla Draner, Georgia State Representative Pat Cannon, Illinois State Representative Kelly Cassidy, Illinois State Representative, Representative um, Lamont Robinson, Kansas State Representative Brandon Woodward, uh, Woodard, I think that's another one that's not going to happen. Kentucky State Re Representative Katora Huron, Maine State Representative Lori Osher, Michigan State Senator Jeremy Moss, Minnesota State Senator Scott Dibble, Minnesota State Representative Liz Reiner, New Hampshire State Representative uh, is it Jerry Cannon, New Mexico State Representative Roger Matoya, New York State Assemblymember Harry Bonson, New York State uh, Senator Brad Holliman, Oregon State Senator Kate Lieber, Oregon State Representative Daisha Gray-Burr, Rhode Island State Senator Tierra uh, Tache-Mack, Vermont State Representative Taylor Small, Washington State Senator Marco Leas, and West Virginia State Delegate Cody Thompson. Those guys all need voted out of office. They are all trying to introduce bills in those representative states to protect minor children from getting transgender surgeries and treatments without parental consent. Okay, and this is what Erwin Lutzer is writing about, about our children, protecting the next generation, who is raising our children. And sadly, as he mentions in the article, oftentimes we give it to technology. All of big tech right now is forcing people away from conservative value to, uh, values towards this left-wing Marxist values. This is why I do so much teaching on my other channel about how to protect yourself from big tech. But let's go ahead and dive into the newsletter. Radical secularists want your children and they want them now. They believe the task of raising your children is too important to be left to parents or grandparents. These experts are, after all, much more enlightened and will raise them for us. Their task, which they deem proper instruction, is to bypass the parents and wedge their own progressive view of morality and culture between parents and their children. These radical secularists admit parents do have a role, but the role is to take care of physical needs of the child, but some activists want to hold the direct access to the child's mind. But to put it bluntly, they are shaping the very way our children think. And that is true. Am I exaggerating? Erwin Lutzer asks. In a major article in Atlantic, of course, Atlantic, the same journal, uh, amazing journal that gave us such headlines as Georgia experiments with human sacrifice on the day that they said masks are no longer required. Um, the Atlantic releases an article January 10th, 2023, uh, is Defying Parents the Only Ethical Alternative discusses the dilemma of a preschool teacher named Anna and her student Michael, a four-year-old boy who, when he comes to school, wants to dress as a girl. His mother is opposed to this, putting the teacher in a difficult position. The, quote, Code of Ethical Conduct, end quote, from National Association for Young Children, basically says that Anna should defy the parents and encourage the children to choose his own gender expression. Although the article says that all parents have the right to make such decisions for their child, it nevertheless goes on to say that a teacher, quote, should defer to the child, end quote, because they have an ethical responsibility to do so. As Matt Walsh often says, you know, the four-year-old thinks he's a dinosaur. Does this mean he's a dinosaur? Of course not. Okay, we know that that four-year-old is a boy. Well, how do we know that? Well, I mean, if we were to do full-fledged genetic tests, we'd actually see XY chromosomes in there. But short of that, the parents kind of know because they're the ones who kind of cleaned up the messes down there and they kind of happen to see the parts that were hanging out, okay? It's not rocket science. This is not rocket science in the 
slightest. He continues, if you are a Christian parent or grandparent, you're likely seen as an impediment to moral progress with the current social secular ideology. The responsible stance they believe is to affirm a child's decision to change their identity, complete with preferred pronouns, etc. And if the parent should object, well then, the teacher should side with the child even without the parent's permission and even without the parent's knowledge. So Bert can be a boy at home and Bernice at school. But activists in education aren't the only ones leading our children astray. Technology is actively raising our children. This is why you need to go to my channel, Switch to Linux, where you can learn about taking back control of your technology. Technology is actively raising our children. Many studies have been conducted showing that children and teenagers who spend multiple hours a day looking at a screen, smartphones, tablets, computers, television, are deeply and negatively impacted to the point of being detrimental to their minds. Furthermore, many no longer engage in reading, but rather watch videos, text their friends, or interact with online friends who they probably never met in person. If truth be told, by the age of 11, most young people have been introduced by porno to pornography. The effects on future generation are incalculable. More divorce, more single parent homes, more violence, more depression, and more suicide, Erwin says. And this is true, as we give our kids these phones and we do not have ways to block them, the problem is, a lot of these phones, you cannot do things. I run this phone, I run this particular one because I can run a custom ROM on it, I'm running Lineage, I can control everything. You cannot access pornography on this phone. It is blocked out. I can't accidentally stumble upon it. All of those networks are blocked, but we also block Facebook trackers, we block TikTok trackers, we block advertising networks, all sorts of stuff on this phone is all blocked actively because I want to take an active role. If somebody happens to pick up my phone or I hand my phone to some kid to look at something on the internet, I know he's not going to stumble upon something bad like that. But the problem is that takes a little bit of proactiveness on your behalf. It takes a little bit of encouragement and just figure it out. It's like, okay, I don't want to mess up my primary phone. Let me tell you how I started with this because I was a little insecure myself. I went on to eBay or Amazon or you can buy a lot of unlocked phones from Best Buy. I just bought a secondary phone for $100, I played around with that one, got everything to work, and then popped the SIM card out of the one and put it in the other, and boom, I have a phone without compromising my other one. So if you still wanna go back to the other phone, you can do that. That is the important part about doing that. Now, more details on Switch to Linux. Let me continue on, we just have three paragraphs to go. Political and legal supports, which previously contributed to raising our children with basic Judeo-Christian values have disappeared. Today, people are obsessed with building their own identity, answerable to no one except themselves, and we are in an age of entitlement. Everyone is a victim. We used to admire public demonstration in Iran or Venezuela when those living in tyranny were on the quest for freedom, but in today's America, we have demonstrations on our university campuses calling for censorship and restrictions. Our cultural morals turned upside down. To my fellow parents and grandparents, the only hope is for our children is Christ, and the primary place to disciple our children is at home. Our churches might help us, but our children need to see our faith and convictions lived out in our daily lives. This is another, let me finish the paragraph. Parents and grandparents, we should be in their role models, living authentic for Christ in our collapsing culture. Now, Here's the big problem we see with this is that uh, as I'm looking at this, too many parents, they think the church is safe and they hand their kids over to church. A lot of churches are not safe. And we're not talking about kitty diddlers floating around. Most churches these days have competently vetted their staff to prevent that. 
But what we're talking about is the theological soundness. Most churches, by and large in America, they find the most inexperienced people, young, right out of grad school, happy, excited, hip, trender, and they give those to the youth. The youth do not need that. The youth need people with age-old experience who can still connect with kids on their level. But even if you do have that, still, the church is not going to help raise your children. More often than not, at home is where you need to see it. And if you're not following God's plan, your children will not either. One paragraph to go. Along with being role models, we must also teach our children biblical doctrine, even if not especially at an early age. That's why at Moody Church Media, we are offering a resource, and this is the advertisement for the book we mentioned earlier. I will have a link for that book down below, assuming it is on Amazon. And... Um, uh, well, you can go ahead and have a look, although just a warning, I have not read it, vetted it, or anything like that, but I'm pretty confident of the source. So we'll go ahead and stick by with that. You can have a look at resources over on the website, rwalkingchrist.com. I encourage you to join us in on the uh, studies. They're not If you're just listening to this on the podcast, these are not on the podcast, but they are on all the alt tech channels. We are on YouTube. We are on Rumble. We are on BitChute. We are on Odyssey. You can find us over there. We're doing in-depth studies on Amos. We have uh, I think we have four sermons already in the series. We've only covered two chapters, and Amos is getting deeper and deeper. It is the prophet relevant for our day. Go check those out uh, anywhere where I have the videos posted. With that, thanks for watching, everybody, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.